This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by the new Full Focus Kids and Full Focus Students Planners, available for pre-order now. Learn more at fullfocusplanner.com slash pre-order. Okay, but for real, is when they go against Iceland, that's not the first Mighty Ducks. That's the third one, right? <laughs> I mean, this is important. You're going to lead them totally astray. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let me, let me do it. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays with your host, Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Verbs, I feel like you just did Blake's name a little different than normal. Is that kind of a new take? I did. Sounded the same to me. Sounded like he was just kind of going in order of excitement there in terms of his tone. Um, <laughs> you can, it. You can verify. It. I went a little bit up at the end. Blake so- Stratton and Courtney. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, interesting. Today we're talking about the all too familiar place that you probably find yourself on, which is when you're going after a goal, you get to a place where your enthusiasm is not quite as there. The sparkle has maybe worn off a little bit. Things in your life, the context of your life has shifted in the last month or however long since you set that goal. And things are just a little bit more complicated, it seems, than that bright morning when you had your cup of coffee and you're like, I'm going to set a goal and have my best year ever and it's going to be amazing and I'm amazing. And Blake and Courtney are amazing. I love their podcast. And now (laughs) you're listening to our podcast and you're like, can I even do this? Is this, you know, I just feel stuck. I'm, I'm in a doldrums. I'm just... You're just kind of in that spot where you're not at the end. You've come a long way, but doggone it if you're not a little bit tired. Yeah, and I would even say you may even be feeling a little bit of embarrassment, especially with how this year has progressed with the lack of progress that you've made so far because everything kind of got turned upside down. And then all of a sudden, as we're hopefully working back to kind of getting used to this new normal that we're living in, to realizing, oh my gosh, I really haven't made any progress. And you may just be like feeling a little embarrassed about that. And we're kind of here today to tell you that's okay. Everybody has to get through the messy middle to achieve a goal. Mm -hmm. I would say this is a big separator between feeling like, oh, I'm a goal person. I'm a high achiever. Mm -hmm. And I get stuff done versus my life is just kind of always stuck. And I I tend to have the same problems occur again and again and again. It's not because some people are smarter or not as smart. A lot of times it's just how we react to this moment right here, the messy middle. Yeah. So today we are actually going to help you go from slogging it out to actually designing a strategy. And we've got four actions that you can take to get out of that messy middle and into the achievement zone, like really being able to celebrate the accomplishment of reaching your goals. Yeah. So expect some clarity by the end of this episode on how you can move forward, how you can, you can be motivated again, and how you can build momentum on your goals and other projects that may feel like they're in that slogging it out, messy middle stage. You know, before we actually get into this episode anymore, I want to just say, if this is encouraging to those of you that are listening, 
that here at Michael Hyatt and Company, we actually just took a team training time to do a goal reboot for our staff. And so even people that live and breathe this every day, we hit the messy middle, especially in really hard years like this year. We just felt like it was really important for the team to have the space to actually look at our goals and figure out how do we reboot these because so much has changed. So before we get into this, I just want you to hear that like we're there with you. Like we get it. It's been a tough year. Today, we're learning that you have to get through the messy middle to achieve any goal, right? And that's normal. You have to move from slogging it out, as you, as you mentioned, out to designing a strategy. And you can get through the messy middle of goal achievement with these four steps that we're going to talk about today. So let's go to step number one, which is expected. I used to think that it was just me. But if you talk to enough people that have gone after literally anything that is outside of their comfort zone in life, there's a point where they always hit that really uncomfortable or disinterested or chaotic part of the journey. You can actually expect this to happen. It's not a bad thing. You're not a pessimist to expect some conflict or some challenge. In fact, I think when we have our expectations that when we set a goal, everything's going to go according to plan. As soon as something messes up our plan, it can be so defeating. You know, and I've been, I've been guilty of this where it's like my plan got messed up. Now I'm angry. I'm upset. If you never had the messy middle, the, you know what that probably means is that your goal was too easy. It means well, that it wasn't and, risky enough. Well, and I think that's a really great point. If you are following the smarter framework, which Blake was actually the eighth episode that we went over the smarter framework. So if you, if you're like new to that, you never heard it, or maybe you've seen it in your full focus planner to write a smarter goal, but you're like, I don't actually know what that is. Go listen to episode eight where we really go over that in detail. But one of the R's is that your goal needs to be risky. And so if your goal is just a walk in the park you know, that is not meeting the criteria of a smarter goal. It's not outside of your comfort zone. Um, and I think that's, that's the hard part. That's the part why people decide it's just easier not to be a goal person because when you get to this rough patch, it's just, it's hard, you know, but it's worth it to get to the other side of it and actually achieve the goal that you set out to achieve. And really Courtney, I mean, it is really a mental game. Um, it's almost like you have to be with like, uh, Paul Newman in that film, uh, Cool Hand Luke, and really get your mind right. I have never seen that movie, just for the record. You've never seen Cool Hand Luke? No! <laughs> <laughs> like, have you seen Cool Hand Luke? I have not seen it, but, okay. um, you know, maybe I can make another parallel uh, for maybe more current reference. Um, you know, in Mighty Ducks D2... <laughs> In D2, you know, they really, they were going up against Iceland, you know, <laughs> and it, it, it was like they felt really outclassed and they mm -hmm. could have given up. They had to get their mind right, right? They had to learn how to do a knuckle puck and a flying V. And, um, you know, that strategy, I don't want to get ahead of us, but we'll get to the flying V part. But the point is, you've got to expect it. There's a book I read once called The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. If you find yourself needing to get your mind right, go ahead and pick a copy of that up. And I promise you, 
it's going to be uh, a little kick in the trousers for you uh, because it's really just all about this idea of resistance and that you know resistance isn't a sign that you're failing. It's just a sign that you're doing something meaningful. So go ahead and expect it when you're going after that meaningful goal or project in your life. Blake, that's awesome. Would you recommend Mighty Ducks first or the Stephen Pressfield book? Oh, no question. Yeah, you got to go Mighty Ducks first. I mean, you got to get amped. And, and, and it would help maybe to, if you're reading the Stephen Pressfield book, you may want to read it while you're wearing rollerblades. You know, put the audiobook on, go blade around. Trust me, it'll take you there. That was step one, expect it. Moving on to step number two, which is reconnect with your why. Well, yeah, I think, you know, especially in years like this, it's really easy uh, for life to get in the way. And I think that for our staff, the reason we just did a goal reboot with our staff was because life certainly got in the way of a lot of our plans this year. And it's been hard And it is very natural when things like that happen for our enthusiasm to kind of fade. Like Blake said, when we had our coffee and maybe we did a spa day to like set our goals and just life was chummy, you know, we can't like sustain that forever. You know, that kind of enthusiasm will fade. And sometimes, frankly, it's just hard, you know? The solution may be as easy as you trying to reconnect with why you set out to achieve the goal in the first place. And one of the reasons I love that the Full Focus Planner is set up on a quarterly cycle is every quarter you're moving those goals. And every quarter I'm saying, is this goal, you know, what is my motivation for this? Because it might have changed a little bit. And so each quarter I'm updating that, but it may be as easy as reconnecting with why did I want to accomplish this in the first place? Yeah, I think what you don't want to find yourself in is feeling enslaved to what was most important to you six months ago when maybe you set the goal, right? Because then it's just going to be such a slog, you know? And, and so you may need to tweak that goal. And we've, we've talked about that in a previous episode on, on how you can potentially tweak it. Or like you said, Courtney, things may just have changed so much that you it's just a matter of going deeper with the why, you know, and, and reconnecting with what was it that was so important? Oh, that's right. Because last year this happened and I really wish this, let me go back there and, and let that inspire me rather than just reacting to what's happening in the economy right now or what's happening at my job right now. So I love that point. Yeah. And I would say the key question to really ask yourself with this one is, do I still want this goal? And it's a pretty easy question, but just, ask yourself and see if it still makes sense today. Let's get to step number three, which is revisit your context. So what we mean by context is what is happening in your world around this goal, not just at work, not just at home, but your entire context for pursuing this goal. Consider that because For many of us, we set the goal before COVID-19. Maybe since then, we lost a job. Maybe we dealt with a crisis in our family, or uh, maybe there's a health issue that came up, or uh, certain things closed that we don't have access to, That, that type of stuff. Our context, I think for everyone, and we're on Zoom right now, like our 
our context has changed, right? We have goals for our, our podcasting initiatives and our context has changed. So consider that. And I would even go ahead and write those things down. I find when I take time to physically journal out, hey, what actually has changed about this? I feel like it takes some of the power of the sense of a lack of control that can happen in the messy middle. It takes that away. It kind of uh, is a little salve on the sting, uh, so to speak. So write that out and consider, you know, what's changed. As you're journaling this, you may want to ask yourself, does this goal still make sense? And again, I've mentioned a couple of times that we just did a goal reboot. And I know, I don't know if you were like this, Blake, but early on, there were some goals that was like, oh no, I'm, I'm recommitting to these early in the pandemic. I'm like, this is going to go away. And like, I'll still be able to achieve this. And I think it was like a real, (laughs) as part of our reboot to really be like, you know what? It's actually, this is not going to be possible this year. Which I think if we're all honest with ourselves, as much as we want to achieve those goals, as you mentioned, we just really have to consider what context are we currently in? How much time and energy is this actually going to take to do this, to try to achieve this goal and just be honest with ourselves and say, does it make sense for right now? Step number four, choose your path. Choose your path. Right. So at this point, you have embraced the fact that you're in the messy middle. You've asked yourself these critical questions of, do I still want this goal? What's my why? And does this goal still make sense? Once you've done that, you're ready to choose your next course of action. Don't stay stuck. Do one of these four things. In fact, you may want to go back to episode 32. We actually talked about the different ways that you can shift your goals in a crisis. Uh, But I'll restate them here because this is really, really important. The first option you have is to recommit. If you still want the goal, if it's still relevant to you, if it checks those boxes, double down and recommit to it. You can also choose to revise your goal. Maybe you still want it, but the context has changed so much that you need to reword it. You need to rework it. You might delay the deadline. You might change what success means, you know, how you define success for that goal. You revise it in some way, shape or form so that it really fits you right now. Next, you could replace the goal. So maybe you still want the outcome, but the goal doesn't really make sense. So you can choose another goal that produces a similar result. So I, for instance, had, I'll give a quick example. That was me. Recently, I was looking back on my goals for this quarter and this was um, work-related. It was a work career-related life domain goal for me. And we've actually developed new things. Courtney, you know better than anyone. We've launched things. We've shifted things around in the company. And so naturally for me, I still wanted the same outcome, which was success at work in this key area, but the goal couldn't stay the same. It just wasn't feasible. It it was the wrong season. So I replaced it. And then finally, you can choose to remove the goal. You You can scratch it off and scratch off any guilt or shame around that. But if you no longer feel committed to the goal, let it go. This is your game. You get to define uh, the rules that you play by. You get to play it your way and define the win that you want to have. So if the goal doesn't fit that, scratch it off. I feel like that's so key with 
pursuing goals, I think we kind of have a culture of some goal shame. And that's why we get people that are like, Oh, I don't really do that goal thing. I think having grace with ourselves because things happen and having the power to be like, you know what, this goal just needs to be, it needs to be gone. Like it's not, it's not working anymore. That is, I, I personally feel a lot of freedom and power in being able to have that. I feel like if this was like a game where we said, no, you can never remove a goal. Like whatever you set in December has to be achieved by, you know, the end of the next December. That is just setting everybody up for failure because that's just not realistic. It doesn't take into account so many things. I totally agree. I know for me, I just mentioned that work goal example. As soon as I changed it and I actually... I put a big X through the goal detail page in my planner and I had another open goal detail page. So I just wrote it fresh. Nothing changed about my circumstances. Nothing changed about my current progress. Nothing changed in the economy, but I'll tell you what, I felt a lot healthier. I felt a lot better. I felt clearer. I felt like I had more motivation. You know, I had taken time to reconnect to the why and I felt more hopeful because the path forward was all of a sudden clear. I didn't even realize this little nagging thing was kind of holding me back, but lack of clarity has a way of doing that. So take this to heart. I promise you, whichever route you choose, it's going to help you uh, get back in the groove. I had a question for you guys. So what, did, what about, because the way that we're talking about these is, you know, looking at those R's, but I thought about the fact that you know, if we're able to ask ourselves these questions, take these steps, and let's say we actually need to remove a goal because the context is not right or it's not relevant at this just time frame of the world we live in, that there's actually opportunity there to maybe replace that goal we should remove with a goal that we're, we can gain a little bit more excitement about because now we have an opportunity to tackle that goal because we're given more bandwidth once we're removing or replacing another goal. Is there, is there anything you can say about that, the opportunity there when you just, I think one of the opportunities is just when we get kind of our mojo back, it kind of helps us with all the other goals that sure. we have, you know, and we, we really talk about, you know, honing in on two or three goals a quarter, but even if you've got an, some excitement about one, you know, that can trickle over into the other two goals that you have kind of getting back on pace helps you in all areas um, when it comes to goal achievement. Yeah, for me, verbs I'll throw in as well. Uh, I only have two goals for this quarter. Like I got rid of one, and I decided, you know what? I could benefit from not having the fullest plate right now. Mm. So don't think because you removed a goal that you are somehow obligated to add something in because those are the rules. Remember, you get to define. Uh, how the game is played. And so mm-hmm. for me, you know, I think bandwidth is something to consider. I think, Courtney, you mentioned the R of risk. That for me has shifted a little bit. What I consider risky is maybe a little less yeah. risky than what I considered risky in January. So, yeah, absolutely. You have freedom, dear listener of mine, um, to do exactly what Verbs is saying and, and add in another goal. I think. You'll, you'll find what Courtney has said to be true, where you get momentum in one area, it definitely trickles over. On the other hand, maybe you feel like, actually, let me just, let me just key in on 
this one or this two that really motivates me. And, you know, if I can find some success there, maybe I'll head into the next quarter feeling on top of the world. And that'll be a good headspace to finish out the year from. So if you're listening and you've been stuck in the mud with one of your goals, here's help. You can get through the messy middle of goal achievement with the steps that we've talked about today. And we're going to run those for you again. Step one is to expect it. Step two, reconnect with your why. Step three, revisit your context. And step number four, choose your path. You'll have the clarity that you need to move forward. You'll be motivated again for goal achievement. All kinds of good stuff can happen. And you might you might even be inspired by another watching of Mighty Ducks 2. Blake, Courtney, you have any final thoughts today? Well, I know we mentioned this earlier, and I think I'm quoting Brene Brown, who says, clarity is kind. I hope I'm not misquoting her, but I think that's true even with ourselves and just taking the time to say, okay, what, you know, what am I going to do about my goals and following through with some of these steps can really free you. you Blake, you even mentioned it, just that sense of like being back on track and being clear with where you're moving forward. I think that's so key, especially when we've been coming through a season like we've been in, you know, it's really easy to kind of feel like you just want to throw up your hands and say, you know, I'll just wait until 2021. I would really encourage you if you feel like that, just take the time to be honest with yourself, give yourself some grace and find a clear path for yourself. I think there's a lot still that can be accomplished this year, even if it looks different than what we thought at the beginning of the year, it still can be a great year. Love that. Thank you everyone for joining us for another edition of the Focus on This podcast. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. Remember the hashtag Focus on This podcast. And we'll be back here again next week. So, Verbs, Courtney, until then. Stay focused. Stay focused. Stay focused. This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by the new Full Focus Kids and Full Focus Students Planners, available for pre-order now. Learn more at fullfocusplanner.com slash pre-order.